welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another Destiny Changing Word by David Entry from one of our Revival Seeking Youth Services. If you want to control your world, catch the word. Be blessed. What will make God use you greatly? What will make your future bright in God? Some of the, there's a master key for great exploits in God. Master key. Somebody say master key. What's a master key? A master key is a key that opens more than one door. So every door has a key that opens it. But in a great house, there will be a master key. Or in a great building, there will be a master key that can open. When you go to the hotels, nowadays, they use their card, electronic cards to open the the cleaners. They they have a special key. They can open every room. It's a master key. A master key can take care of a lot of other things that uh, other keys are restricted to take care of. And to do exploits, to to be great in life and in God, there is a master key that will help you to be great in life and in God. A master key. Now, in in 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 1, the Bible says something about how that now the Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul? Seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel. Fill your home with oil and go. I am sending you to Jesse, the Bethlehemite. For I have provided myself a king, know him, amongst his sons. So Jesse, the Bethlehemite, had quite a few sons. And God, instead of going to Jesse, or instead of going to the son he wants, he didn't go to the son of Jesse who he wanted. He went to the prophet, somebody God was currently using. He went to him and he says that, go to Caris on campus. Go to KOC. Go to colleges. Because I have provided for myself somebody who is going to be great in my name over there. That's how God works. And at that time, David was just busy preparing for his exams. (laughs) David was just, he didn't know God had planned for him. Some of you are sitting here. You don't know the big plans God has for you. But David had something unique in his life. Which Bible says that God said that David is a man after my heart. So even when he did not know God was planning for him, he was after God's heart. In other words, if someone says that you have really got my heart, I know some of you have said it before. You've really got my heart. You really got my heart. You really got my heart. You know, like the song, I think there's a song like that. These words are my own from my heart. So I love you, I love you. Love you. <laughs> These words are my own, huh? God said, David, these words are from my heart. Because you've been communicating to me like father to child, spirit to spirit. 
heart to heart. How did David, God could make a statement about a human being and God said, this guy is after my heart. In other words, he doesn't let my heart rest. Every time, I mean, I'm focusing on something. Before I could say, Jack, this guy is pulling my heart. He's pulling my What was David doing and was pulling God's heart so much that God said, I, in fact, I want you to be king over my people. You see, I'm a, I'm a pastor and a leader. Most of the time, I appoint people. I'm, I might appoint the people I appoint to very special services or very sensitive positions are people who I know. They are my heart. So, some of you, God is preparing you. But you wouldn't know. You know, one great man of God said something one some time ago. It's such a blessing. He said, be careful how you are behaving because someone is observing you who is capable of blessing you. But you never know. You will never know. Someone is observing you. Or you may never know that somebody here one day will become so great in life and you say, I need that lady. I want that gentleman. Because many years ago in KOC, he really blessed me. When they were doing the quiz, quiz, and he came and did it, the way he spoke, or she came and did it, the way she spoke, she got my attention. And from that, I re- from that time, I realized this person is very unique. So many years later, five years later, ten years later, I, she still made an impression on my life. You never know who is observing you, who is capable of blessing you. That's why you must always walk with God and do what is right. So, <clears throat> God said, Go for him. Go to his house. Tonight, I believe God sent me here to come to KOC because he's preparing a great king, a great giant, a great, a great someone who make great impact in life. A great star. I actually see stars here. I can see stars. I can see stars. That's why God sent me to come and speak into the life of stars. Say, I'm a champion. champion. Say it. Some of you are not saying, say, I'm a champion. champion. In Jesus' name. name. Amen. Amen. Please sit down. In fact, the Bible says that we are more than conquerors. More than a champion. So, what did David do and got God's attention so strong? I found out from my studies, careful studies in scripture that David was a God lover. When you love God, you get his heart. Some, they came to Jesus in Matthew chapter 22. Verse, from verse 35, 36. What, what, what? Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? What is the greatest? In other words, if you don't get any of these, if you get this, is the master commandment. So they get, what is the greatest commandment? And Jesus said, the greatest commandment, Jesus said, you shall. So it's not about what you do. But it's about the heart you have for God. 
That's the greatest thing God will require from any of us. Not as for me, I don't gossip. As for me, I don't steal. As for me, I don't lie. That's nice. That's good. I don't fornicate. That's good. I don't watch porn. That's good. I, I don't I I don't miss service. I don't miss meetings. I, I don't miss my Bible reading. That's good. But that's not the greatest thing God needs from you. The greatest thing God needs from you and wants from you. He says that thou shalt love the Lord your God. Not with some of your heart. So a boyfriend has part and God has part. You are sharing it with somebody. A girlfriend, you are sharing your heart with somebody. Hey! He said, with all your heart. That means, even if I love my wife, I love her, but I love God more. So when you put my wife and God, I will choose God. When you put my daughters and God, my sons and God, I will choose God. When you put, my, when you put money and God, I will choose God. So I won't do fraud. Choose God, not fraud. Else you become like a frog. <laughs> Frogs can't run fast. They just jump. When rabbits are running, you can't be fast. You become like a frog. Frogs are not pretty. Choose God and not fraud. Else you become like a frog. A frog in the fog. Hey! I, I feel like rhyming and rapping. You know, I feel like rapping. Choose God and not fraud. Else you become like a frog in the frog. Choose God and not fraud. Else you become like a frog in the fog. Choose. <laughs> you, 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 you. <laughs> Love for God. Is the greatest of all the commandments. In Timothy, he said, I think uh, chapter 1, verse 3 and 4, it says the end of the end of the second Timothy, I think so. The end of the commandment, the end, the end. Now the end of the commandment is charity. Give us a different translation. New King James, and then we go to NIV. Now, the purpose of the commandment is love. How? From a pure heart, with all your heart. The purpose of the commandment, ten command, I don't want to obey the ten command. No, no, it's not about the commandment. The purpose. So, if your love is in place, you don't need commandments. The purpose of the commandment is love from a gen, not because of money. Not because of, uh, you know, demons are troubling. Some people, demons, they are in church because of demons. Because they are running away from demons. That's why they're, they're, if demons go on suspension, they'll go back out of church. The people will go. So, because of demonic deliverance, that's why you've gone to church. But not because of your love for God. Change the game. If you love God, it doesn't matter which friends you lose. You, you don't care who doesn't like you. When you really love God, when people hate you because you love God, it doesn't affect you. Because you are, you. in fact, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14, it says the love of Christ constrains us. 
the love of the love of Christ constrain us. You know what it means? It's like I can, we can't do my son because the way I love Christ is it's has restricted me in a lot of the way I can behave. I, I, I can't I can't hate my wife. Why? Because the love of Christ constrains me. I can't get into fraud. Why? Because the love of Christ constrains me. Sometimes when Joseph, when he got a big chance to fornicate, yeah, Joseph said, I can't do this. Not because I don't like it. He said, how, uh, um, uh, how then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? I love God. I can't hate God. I can't do something. I think I'm talking to somebody. It's not because the pastor said she won't do it. But it's because I love God. I love God. I love God. Ask somebody, do you really love God? Do you really, really, really love God? Do you really, really love Jesus? Ask somebody. Do you really, 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 really love Jesus? Do you really, 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 really love Jesus? Do you really, 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 really love Jesus? I really, 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 really love Jesus. I really, 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 really love Jesus. Do you really, 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 really love Jesus? Do you really, really, are you sure? Are you sure you really, really love Jesus? Yes. You know, in fact, I can hear in my spirit, there's somebody, your boyfriend is sitting near you. Your boy, your girlfriend is sitting. Ask the person, you really, 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 love, I love Jesus. And I think we have to call it a, a day. Let's end it from here because I want to love Jesus. The love of Christ constraints. I know I'm talking to somebody. I'm talking, there's somebody has been on your mind all this while. The whole day is on your mind. He's been on your mind. Yeah, she's been on your mind. He's been on your mind. When you see her, oh, this girl. When you see him, oh my God, my gosh. My gosh, my gosh, my gosh. This guy is so hot. Do you really, really love Jesus? Doesn't mean you don't like other things. But your love for Jesus is bigger than your liking for other things. So you are willing to say, let those things go. Say, let my love for Jesus grow. Let other things go and let my love grow. I really love Jesus. Do I have some Jesus lovers here? Yes. Yeah. I came here because, not because I love you. It's because I love you. I love you. I actually love you guys, you know. Guys, I love you, but I love him more. I love him more. And the more I'm loving him, the more I want to serve you. The more I want to love you more. Because the more I love him, the more I want to love you. Because you love him too. So when Jesus, can you imagine, when he resurrected from the dead, one of the earliest questions he asked a human being on earth, in Matthew, sorry, in John chapter 21, verse 15, they were eating fish. This one, proper fish, not farm fish. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, Nice grilled salmon. They were eating it. And then he asked, Peter, he called Peter, when they had eating breakfast. Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than this? More than your friends? More than your food? More than whatever is going on in your life? Someone offended you? Do you love me than yourself? So much that you're offended so you won't do God, you won't follow me? 
Because somebody offended you. Do you love me more than this? That's a serious question. Peter said, oh Jesus, you know I love you. Then he asked him again. The 16. He said, and then uh, he said to him again, the second time, Simon, do you love me? He said, yes, Lord. You know I love you. And he said, if you love me, make sure you are in chaos. And you are serving the people. Then he asked him again. Simon, the third time, Simon, do you love me? Peter was grieved now because he said to him the third time, do you love me? That's a serious one. Peter was saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. have I done anything wrong? Maybe, maybe I have to check. But he was not grieved. Not upset. Because you can't be upset with someone you love. And it's just, Jesus is asking you, I don't know who I'm talking to. And some of you are chaos. You're about to finish school. Do you really love Jesus? 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 I'm asking you. This is not me. God is asking us. Jesus is asking you. Today you are sitting here. Do you really love me? Do you really love me? Let's cut to the chase. This is a love thing. Do you really love Jesus? The biggest of all commandments, the most important is above all, love the Lord with all your heart. That's all. That's the master key David was using. So goes, I have found someone. He's in a, no one knows him. Nobody knows him. Nobody, he's, he's not the best. He's not the top. He's not the most popular. He's not, he doesn't have, in fact, on his uh, social media, he only has one follower. <laughs> he doesn't have many friends. He doesn't have many friends. When he posts something, no one likes it. He doesn't have likes. He doesn't have following. He doesn't have friends. But that's why when they gathered, when the prophet went, David was not invited. Because he wasn't among, he wasn't trending. He wasn't trending, he wasn't liked. But God said, he's not trending. He doesn't have likes. He doesn't have views. But he, he loves me. Because I like him. That's the one I want to, I want to make the greatest. I want to make a star out of him. Up to now. The heaven has not recovered from the love of David. Heaven. So even he even made some mistakes. But heaven said, you know what? This man is genuine. He loves me. Heaven hasn't recovered. So there's uh, now even Jesus, when he was about to finish the Bible, he said, I am the offspring of David. Hey! He's talking from heaven. Jesus is talking from heaven. And he says, uh, Revelation chapter 22 Verse, uh, verse 16 and 17. He said, I, I am the offspring of, said, look, look, he said, I, Jesus, I have sent my angel to testify to you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David. Why is he, that's the last other human, human being whose name was mentioned in the Bible. Not Adam. Not Abraham. Nobody. Jesus now in heaven he said me. I am the root. At the same time the fruit. I am the fruit of the God lover. The greatest person who lived in the Bible. Who loved God most and demonstrated was able to be willing to do anything. I am his fruit. Even in heaven. I am the fruit of David. Will God one day say the great thing he's doing in life 
is can be traceable to you because of your love. What can heaven trace to you? Because you love God. What can heaven trace to you? Your head, heaven doesn't care about your hair. Heaven doesn't care about your skin color. Heaven doesn't care about who is your mother, who is your father. Whether your mother was amazing or she wasn't amazing. Whether your father was there, he wasn't there. Heaven doesn't really care. Heaven cares about how much do you love me. And if you love God, you might not even be the best in maths. The best in, in your school. If you love God, you end up being the top in future. Yeah. The master key for exploits. Love for God. Finally, let me add this as I end. Jesus, Paul said, it is a serious thing. First Corinthians chapter 16, verse 22. First Corinthians 16, 22. Oh, First Corinthians 16. You can add Revelation chapter 2, verse 4. Um, and I have to end, but just write those ones down. First Corinthians 16, 22. First Corinthians. Yeah, let's read it from the NIV. Are you ready to read it? Let's all read it. Let's go. If anyone does not love the Lord, let that If anyone doesn't love the Lord, he said, let him be cursed. What? How can you be blessed without loving God? Meanwhile, say if you don't love God, let the person be cursed. So that means. Blessing is, the, the foundation for blessing is love for God. He said, I visit the iniquity of the uh, 2000 generation of those who hate me. But the blessing of those who love me, I have me my message extend to their generations of those who love me. If you love God, it, it can even help your mom. Your mom's condition can be intervened by heaven because you love him. Your brother, your sister, your father, your family situation can, can be turned around because you are a God lover. I'm telling you, when you love God, people who you, you, who you care about are, come under a certain level of immunity and protection because of you. Because of your love. Paul said that somebody was sick and was about to die but because God loves me. Because God had mercy on me. That's, that's Philippians chapter 2 from verse 25 or somebody. He was so sick unto death. But Bible says that God had mercy on him and on me too. Let's, let's our sorrow and sorrow and sorrow. He said, let's, uh, I'll sorrow. He said, let's, I should have sorrow upon sorrow. So God had mercy on him, but he had mercy on me, me also, me Paul. Because God knows that if this guy dies, it will affect me too much. When you love God, People you care about and are being protected because of you. Love God. Your future will be secured. Love God. In Revelation, it says that you have, I have one thing against you. You have left your first love. You are doing a lot of things right, but your first love, genuine love, pure life, foundation, basic love, the genuine love for me, you have left it. Jesus said, I have this against you. Can't imagine. He said, nevertheless, I have this against you. That you have left your faith. Jesus, he said, I have this against you. I don't know who Jesus may be talking to right now. Telling you, I have something against you. Jesus, me? What the, I've been coming to church. I've been praying. I've been reading my Bible. I, 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 I've stopped doing bad. I, 
Jesus. He said, yes, you've done this. That's all good. That's all good. But I have something against you. What is it? You have left the pure first basic love for me. It's in your Bible. It's in your... Down to, to Bib, your Bib, your Bible. I'm speaking French. Down inside. Down that Bib, that Bib, your, your Bible. Down inside your Bible, your Bible, the Bible. He said, I have something against you. Jesus said, I have something against you. And he's talking to a church, not the world. He said, to the church of Ephesus, I have something against you. You have left your first love. You have left your first love. As some of you, especially those of you who are in unis and campuses you are about to finish, don't leave your first love. Love Jesus. Love Jesus. The master key for exploits. I am standing before you, not because I'm more intelligent, but because I've always loved Jesus. When you get close to me, you know that this guy loves Jesus. What? I just love Jesus so much that even sometimes it hurts. And when it's hurting, I don't feel it because my heart is gone. I love Jesus. That's why I'm standing here for over 30 years of my life. When, since I became, and when, from 17 years, I've always loved him. First love is my first love. I'm mad. Everybody who knows me knows. You, when you know David Entry, you know a preacher. Jesus, this Jesus boy, this Jesus boy. Some people, my friends left me, but it didn't bother me at all because I couldn't even feel it. I'm so much in love, I couldn't feel it. And today, I've gone way ahead of many of my friends. Many of my friends. Why? Because I loved Jesus. And I'm telling you, you don't lose when you are in love with God. But you can lose when you are in love with other people. They will hurt you. They will disappoint you. They will cheat on you. They will betray you. They will lie on you. They will be disloyal. They will, they will disappoint you. But not God. God never disappoints. I don't know who I'm talking to. Love God. Men might have let you down. People have left you, let you down. Your friends, your sister, your mother, your father, your brothers, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. Please love God. And you will not be lost in life. Amen. Amen. Did you receive something? God bless you. God bless you for listening to this powerful message. May the power of God be evident in your life. Don't forget to like and subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube and listen to more messages from David Entry on all relevant streaming platforms. You can also connect with David Entry and our youth ministry at Caris Phase 2 on Instagram and TikTok and at Caris on Campus on Snapchat so you are always up to date. Be blessed.